police relegation. Oh, we were the model club, Southampton Way, pride of the nation. Unless he was the king, he told the world that we were awesome. But then something went wrong. Les ran a long way. We had the chance in January to sort it out by quality. We didn't think to replace Van Dyke. We once bought gems. We now buy shite. The black box sucked. And now we're fucked. We are South before the game. League One minus 10, season 2017-2018, Premier League match 33, Southampton against Chelsea. Saturday and I was surprised to find that we have a home ground. I was beginning to assume that we were one of these franchise teams that only played away games or that we were a bit like the Harlem Globetrotters. Sadly we are not the Harlem Globetrotters, we are Southampton and we are in the shit. Our latest attempt to get out of the shit is a home game against Chelsea last season's champions, and I expect it will be easy. This week's news has been that the vultures are already circling with many of our players being linked to moves away. Most of them can fuck off with my blessing, but for now we must support them, even the ones we don't think are any good, or the ones that we think have a shit attitude. Following last week's away defeat at Arsenal, Jack Stevens has of course been suspended for three matches, and the Arsenal player that got sent off, for basically the same offence, has been banned for three matches as well. This is still unfair, really, when you consider that their player, Jack Wilshere, instigated the whole incident. Oh, hang on a minute, the Arsenal player who got sent off, Mohamed Elneny, has been let off, so apparently the video evidence, which clearly shows him pushing Cedric in the face, is all a myth. It's a lie, and it didn't really happen. Ultimately, it makes no difference to us, but the FA really are a shower of cunts, which should come as no surprise to anybody. The FA, of course, set the ticket prices for the Wembley semi-final next week, and of course, they're not selling particularly well for any of the four clubs involved. If Man United are struggling to sell tickets, especially to their local London fan base, then you've clearly got something very wrong. Anyway, with Stevens being suspended, would we revert to a back four, or would we put the next cab in the rank in at centre-back? As soon as the topic of Jan Bednarek came up in the pre-match press conference, we knew what the answer would be, so it was no surprise that the young Pole was given his first start in a five-man defence. I've seen Bednarek play twice, and in both of these games he was weak in the air and even more alarmingly seemed to be completely off balance and spending most of the time on his ass. If he plays on the right of the fence where Stevens played, then in all likelihood he will be directly up against Eden Hazard, so it's a good job that Hazard is shit then, isn't it? Elsewhere, the team was exactly the same as the Arsenal game, with Long up front and Austin on the bench. Chelsea have gone with a very strong side, which is a bit surprising to me, given that the FA Cup next weekend is the only chance they have of winning anything. The only regular not in the starting lineup is Victor Moses, and he's replaced by David Zappacosta. The good news is, is that they haven't picked Olivier Giroud, persevering with the shit every time I've seen him, Alvaro Morata. There were rumours during the week that Antonio Conte had been sacked, which in the gloriously entitled world of the Premier League big boys would be par for the course. The message to anyone who is the manager of one of the big clubs is to win a trophy and then promptly leave, because you have absolutely no fucking chance otherwise. In the time since we had a home game, there has obviously been some sort of brainstorming session behind the scenes where the matchday experience has been discussed. I could just imagine motivational Ralph gathering everyone together for a think tank and discussing that maybe the my way monstrosity is not really the right message, talking about not stopping until we reach the top, 
when we're third from bottom. So my way has been binned, but the think tank has replaced this with a fucking band. They are stood in the Chapel Kingsland corner and they are playing as the game starts. Well, the drummer is trying to beat out something to clap along to. I'm sorry, but fuck right off. Despite being irritated by the little drumming twat, I enjoy the start of the game as we start well and look decent. When we haven't got the ball, we allow Chelsea to have it and only close down when Chelsea get near the final third. We allow the more limited players like Kante to have the ball, but as soon as Hazard gets it, we're all over him. Bednarek has started well and we look solid. It's miracle time on 22 minutes as we play out from the back with Hoyt and Hoiberg and a lovely diagonal ball along the deck behind Zappacosta and Bertrand is motoring past Aspilicueta and he torches him for pace, lays the ball back for Tadic to sweep into the net first time. Brilliant goal, brilliant move and an outstanding run by the skipper and once more we look like a proper team. We have our first problem just after that and it's called Mike Dean and his linesman. The lino on Bertrand's side has already indicated that he doesn't have a clue by not knowing which way to give obvious throw-ins and he and Dean fail to spot two hands from Zappacosta in Bertrand's back as he heads across along the six-yard line and Morata climbs and heads over. It's a temporary thing though as we are the more threatening side. I've been a very vocal critic of Shane Long but he is terrifying them with his running and decides to let fly from 30 yards and screws it wide. He's also winding up the Chelsea defenders and was lucky to escape a booking for a foul on Aspilicueta, which the Chelsea man wasn't happy about. Long creates another chance for JWP, but he doesn't quite hit it properly and Courtois saves comfortably enough, and the momentary excitement as the ball rolled to Tadic is killed by the offside flag. Then it all kicks off. Chelsea are clearly pissed off with Shane, so Marcus Alonso takes the opportunity to steam in and stamp down on his calf. Mike Dean doesn't give anything and despite the stricken player, Fabregas, true to form, doesn't put the ball out on Chelsea attack. JWP is the closest player to the incident and after remonstrating with Dean manages to get himself booked. Free kick to Chelsea, yellow card to JWP, treatment for Shane, shit referee award to Mike Dean. Half time. The expected battering from Chelsea doesn't happen at the start of the second half with Saints looking the better side still. We are looking for Long at every opportunity and one ball gets in behind but Christensen gets back to haul him down before Long gets up and slips as he hits it, looping it off his own standing foot and for a second it looks like it's over Courtois but he's seven foot tall and tips it over easily enough. When you play the big boys you hope that their big players don't fancy it but unfortunately Hazard seems determined to make it happen and he draws the first real save from McCarthy with a blast from a narrow angle which is dealt with. William then has a go from the edge of the box and McCarthy is again equal to it. From the next Saints foray, Kante trashes through Hoiberg and we win a free kick out on the right. Chelsea line up on the edge of the box and there's a big gap for JWP to drop the ball into, which he duly does. Cahill misjudges the flight and there is Bednarek of all people at the back post to cushion volley at across Courtois and into the net. Fantastic stuff and we are staying up and all that. 2-0 against Chelsea and a goal from Bednarek. It's written in the stars. Conte has not read the script and Conte takes off the utterly shit Maratta and the almost as shit Zappacosta and on comes bloody Giroud and Pedro. Not bad subs those two. Whilst Chelsea are reorganising we manage another break with Long feeding Tadic in the box and he should just hit it but instead tries to tee up Long again and Fabregas gets back, knocks it back to Courtois who picks it up but Mike Dean clearly hasn't read the rule book for 10 years when that became a free kick to the attacking side. Hazard is doing his stuff and Hoiberg gets in a good tackle which Dean decides is a foul. A quick free kick out to Alonso and he crosses it, unchallenged by either JWP or Cedric. I know what's going to happen. Giroud header, 2-1, shit. Hoyt has tried to get across from the left, but Yoshida is nowhere. Oh shit, they are seriously ramping it up now, creating a load of pressure. And we have a load of goes at clearing it, but don't. 
Eventually the ball is worked out to William on the left and once again there is no pressure on the cross and he picks out the unmarked hazard and guess what happens when one of the world's best players is left totally unmarked eight yards out with the ball at his feet? 2-2. In the space of four minutes it has all gone to shit. And can it get worse? Of course it can! Alonso gets tangled up with Romeo, and it's a 50-50 as they're both holding each other but of course it goes Chelsea's way. Another quick free kick and Hazard, who I may have mentioned is one of the world's best players, is standing where Cedric should be and his cross is half cleared and lands at the feet of Giroud and the suave good looking bastard smashes it into the net. 8 minutes, 3 goals, fucked. Austin is on for JWP, why take off our best set piece taker and Sims is on for Tadic as we try and rescue something but you know that this season it isn't going to happen. Bertrand fires over a corner which Hoiberg meets but it's easily saved by Courtois and Hoiberg again puts Sims in on goal but he smashes the chance straight at Courtois once more. The final throw is Gabby on for Bedrack on 90 minutes and Gabby does as much in 3 minutes as he usually does in 70 and doesn't touch the ball. Mike Dean gets something right and blows for full time. Shit. The fans who are worth a shit and are still there at the end give the players a decent round of applause. There is something to be proud of today as they gave their all even though the end result is gutting. Well that was quite something. Only the Southampton class of 2017-2018 could go from 2-0 up and cruising to providing a springboard for safety to 10 minutes later being completely and utterly fucked. Unbelievable, yet so believable. Whether Conte was preparing to make the change anyway I don't know, but as soon as we scored the second goal, Chelsea basically took off two shit players in Zappacosta and Morata and replaced them with two very good ones in Giroud and Pedro, and we just couldn't deal with it. There is of course also the mental aspect but why were we so comfortable at 1-0 but not at 2-1? I said before the game that the longer Giroud spends on the bench the better our chances. As soon as that bastard got on the pitch you absolutely knew he was going to score. I think it took him about 12 minutes and as soon as the cross came in I knew it was in the net before he even headed it. From that point on the roof fell in. On the one hand it's easy to see what Mark Hughes has brought to the party. In the first hour we were organised, disciplined and determined. We had a game plan and we were sticking to it and it was working brilliantly. We were making up for the fact that our players are not as good at this and we genuinely looked like we were going to win, but we are so fragile. The moment Chelsea got one back, you knew it was going to be a draw at best and once they got their second pretty quickly afterwards, you just knew that we were fucked. I've seen criticism of Hughes for not doing anything at 2-1, maybe bringing on our rockstar Instagram model. That might be a good suggestion, but let's not forget that he has been pretty useless against everybody but the absolute dross in the Premier League this season. Could Hughes have been aware of the total paralysis? that was about to set in on our players who up till 5 seconds earlier had been playing really really well? I think not. We were not helped of course by the Mike Dean factor. I kind of stopped short calling him a referee because he isn't really. A strutting peacock perhaps. The guy is fucking useless. The tackle on Shane Long, and I use the term tackle loosely, is one of the worst assaults you will ever see on a football pitch. Mike Dean, to his credit, is in absolutely the perfect position to see it. His view is completely unobstructed and he's less than 10 yards away from what is a clear stamp on a player's leg. It is a straight red card and is not even open to debate. He didn't even give us a free kick. The player in question, Marcus Alonso, not only stayed on the pitch, but of course he had a hand in all three Chelsea goals. So after the Jack Wilshere incident from last week where Arsenal basically got away with everything and the incident this week with Chelsea who have basically got away with everything, can you be surprised when people scream about big club bias? Alonso might get a three-match ban, so he might not play in the semi-final. But the fact is that if Mike Dean wasn't so fucking useless, he would have been sent off before half-time, Saints would have had a much better chance of winning this game, and he still would have been banned for the semi-final. 
either way, we are worse off because Mike Dean is useless. It wasn't just that one tackle, there was loads of other stuff as well, mainly assaults on Shane Long, who is not innocent himself, but Shane should be grateful of waking up this morning and being able to walk. If that had been Harry Kane getting kicked to fuck like that, then you can be sure there would be a massive outcry about it. As far as the overall picture goes, I don't think anyone was really expecting to get any points out of Arsenal and Chelsea. The next four games will make or most probably break us. Leicester, Bournemouth, Swansea, Everton. Basically, we need seven points as West Brom and Stoke will finish below us and Brighton, who are seven points ahead of us, have a horrendous run of fixtures against the real top boys and are going to be fortunate to get another point. Brighton are our new targets, especially as Huddersfield managed a 1-0 win against Watford in the 91st minute with their first shot on target. There were some real positives in the first hour today. The thought of Jan Bednarek playing was horrific before kickoff, but he did well and was certainly no worse than Jack Stevens has been. The moment he popped up with a second goal was one of the more surreal moments of the season, but the boy did well and you can't blame him for the implosion that happened next. He proved that we have four centre-backs who are all what you could term as support centre-backs. We have four supports and no main man, which is something which has been incredibly obvious since a certain shithouse left at the end of December. Wesley Hoyt is the best of an average bunch, but he is similar to Meyer in that there is always a trademark lapse in concentration at some point. I can't believe that after five years in the Premier League, Meyer is still getting too close to strikers and allowing them to roll in or just trashing through the back of them. I thought the midfield four were excellent, with Tadic having a marvellous first hour, ably supported by JWP, Romeo and Hoiberg. Shane Long was superb up front and was a constant pain to the Chelsea defenders, who were of course allowed to regularly assault him by Mike Dean. Hughes has got us playing decent football, and we now look like scoring goals, but the trade-off has been that our defence is exposed and the players we have are not good enough to deal with it. The root of this started in summer 2016 with Wanyama leaving and it's gathered pace ever since January 2017 when Jose Font left and a certain shithouse got injured. Les Reed, king of football, has totally failed to address this. Though he has lost all three of his league games so far, I have to say I've been impressed with Hughes and I hope he is manager next season regardless of what division we are in. The improvements he has made make it even more staggering that we persevered with the dreadful Pellegrino for as long as we did, whilst the king of football sat on his hands and twiddled his thumbs. Everyone could see it, apart from him. We limp on to Leicester on Thursday night. And now the end is near, and so we face relegation. Oh, we were the model club, Southampton way.